0: What's up guys and welcome to the Meeple Minded Podcast, that podcast that talks all things table, top, gaming. My name is Jason. And I'm James. How are you this week, James? Hot. I'm totally there with you. This unnatural heat in the UK is, well, unnatural. Yes. Very, very unnatural. Well, what, What is this? I mean, we're, we're actually having to record with a fan on. Yep. So uh, I'm hoping that's not too much background noise, but yeah, sitting here... Sweating, and we've only been sat down like forty seconds. Yeah, so that's that's not a good good thing, is it? Really, no. But uh, yeah, how, how how have you been other than very very hot, James? Tired, tired. <laughs> it's, it's coupled with the heat and work. It's just uh. yeah. It's it's weird, isn't it? How heat makes you tired. Where uh, it's really weird for me, especially because I can't sleep in heat. Yeah. Yet it makes me tired. Yep. Yeah, I can sleep exceptionally well in the freezing cold, yet it wakes me up. Yes. It's really strange. Yes. Very, very strange. Yes, it's the cruel thing about it, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to
1: completely drain you, but when you want to sleep, no, 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 no. No,
0: no, no, you are not allowed to do that. How dare you? You must enjoy this heat, enjoy this humidity. See, again, this is another thing, isn't it? We have a lot of American listeners, James, So we're sitting here complaining about the heat when we're talking, what? 20 to 25 degrees c yep i don't even know what that is in in fahrenheit but it's it's a lot more in, in fahrenheit and the americans are sitting there going ah oh, that, that's like a winter's day yes but no it's it, a different kind of heat it's a different kind of heat it's a different it's a dry
1: yes heat. no I, I pointed out to one of uh, one of my friends it's like yes but we don't have air conditioning built into our houses and, and our houses it, are insulated for the winter. it's like they yeah. trap the heat. it's
0: horrible it is, and obviously we get that horrid humidity here as well. Look, we had rain last week, James. It only lasted about ten minutes if that but it absolutely <laughs> peed it down, and there was thunder. there was lightning. it was lovely for about ten minutes, and then this past week has just been like I do it. yeah I, I do it. it was this is this is British weather all over. it wasn't rain. It was hailstones,
1: or it was where I was, and then five minutes later, it was like it hadn't happened.
0: Yeah, yeah, there was no evidence. No evidence at all that all the, the clouds in the sky had just dissipated, and yeah, humidity ensued and hasn't stopped, which no. is really annoying. But hey-ho, that is the weather. That is the UK weather. We should start our own weather podcast, James. <laughs> James, what is it doing outside? Hot. Damn Hot. <laughs> Thanks, Ollie. (laughs) (laughs) Get in the Family Guy reference. Love it. Love it. But it's so bad, James, that our stiff upper lips are not being doused with tea this evening. No, no. Cold. Cold drinks are in order. I know. We are in cold drinks. That's how bad it is when the Brits are like, no, it's too hot for tea. Damn. The world might come to an end, you know. It might do. It might do. It just might do. But uh, obviously, we both do quite manual work in vans, which ultimately are glass houses, aren't they, really? So you could probably grow like vegetables and stuff in our in the cabs of our van because there's just that much sun that comes in is magnified. I'm tempted to put like a lemon tree in there and see see how well it does. Oh yeah, I mean I've I've got some some tomato vines growing in there now. Lovely, (laughs) oh lovely, lovely, lovely. But uh, yeah, enough about the weather. Enough about the weather. James, games, 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 games podcast. That's what we do. Yes, the weather forecast will come. Later on in the show, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> you should have stuck it in with a new segment. We should. We should indeed that's gonna be Paul's new thing, isn't yeah, it? Is and it? now and, th- and now this week's weather. What have we played? Well, not really games we played in the last week, because this is the first time we've got an actual episode going out talking about this. So it's gonna be a couple of weeks worth of games, isn't it? Really? Yes. Um, which is gonna include some games that we were playing at Expo. Um I've had a couple of game nights since, so I've got a few extras that I can stick in there as well. But uh, James, can you remember any games that you've played in the past two weeks, three weeks? Oh well, we did a bit of *Die of the Dead*. We did, oh uh, indeed, yes. We we did a bit of the game we are going to be talking about this yeah. evening. Oh, we did a lot of the of the of uh, of *Roman a Day*. Yes, um, yeah, we did a hell of a lot of that. In fact, um, *Die of the Dead* was really good. I think I took it with us to Expo, which was really good. Yeah, I wanted to play it anyway, but then actually seeing the upcoming expansions there, getting to hands-on, feel them, have a look at the rules. And yep. like, that really made me just want to go, do you know what? Yeah, I want to play this. Yeah, we uh, we played a bit of Living Forest. We did. We, did. we didn't use the new expansion, though, we did didn't. we? We didn't have time. We didn't
1: feel like learning it at, at Expo, despite the fact that you bought it. Yeah. So that, that, that one will be up and coming. I, I would like to say, I think I was quite on fire
0: at Expo. I won quite a lot of those you games. You did. You did. And I think it makes up for... A- you know, the past year of not winning all that much. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you won pretty much every game we played there. So evidently Ex- you need you, Expo is good for your surroundings. Yes. Uh, was the zone. You were in the zone, definitely. Uh which I guess is is good. It it means you were having a good time. But yeah, to to actually uh talk about Die of the Dead one one final time there as well at Expo, it was the only game that we played that actually had random people. Yes. Coming up to the table, and going, oh my god, what's that? Which I think really backs up what we were talking about when we did the episode on it. Yeah, saying how eye-catching, eye-catching that game really is. Was that something that actually surprised you? Like, I mean, to I, see it in person, happen- it,
1: it didn't. It didn't because it do, it doesn't surprise me because it is such an eye catcher. But because it's not a new, new game, I would have figured that a lot of people wouldn't would have gone. Oh, I know what that is.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: That I think that's what surprised me about it.
0: Nice. Um, well, like I said, I've been to a couple of uh, game nights with our good friend Anthony recently. Now, something we've both played with him is another game that I played for the second time the other evening, which was Ra. Now, we played this a couple of weeks ago, I think it was. Yep. With Anthony. How did you find Ra? Did you enjoy that? I did. I. I. You won. I did win. <laughs> you, you did win, uh, which was insulting. However... I came dead last in that one I did awful in that game. However, I corrected that little deficiency in, in my, uh, my BG stats app and when I played it the other night, I won considerably, which was excellent. which was
1: good. You have actually reminded me of another game we played with, with Sir Anthony and that was Champions of Midgard.
0: Yes indeed, we both played that for the first time. How did you find that one? i won (laughs) you did so obviously that means you enjoy
1: it i mean i did i I very much i will say i have some comments yes and despite the fact that i won it i will go straight out there and say the character that i was playing is broken as sin yes (laughs) yes there you you just started to run away with that like in the first Uh, just out of all the abilities those characters had i looked at that I mean, I didn't even see the ability before I picked it, but once we'd had a couple of turns, I was like, yeah, this is broken.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is it is broken because it was the one that allowed you to just get, like... the tree Use the trading dock for free. That was it. Yeah, something like that. It was, it was crazy good. But at the same time, it does rather shepherd you into using one of your very limited workers to place onto that trading dock.
1: But it's the fact that all the stuff that's coming out of it, it's still worthwhile because I'd have to use two to get the same result from the other stations. Yeah. And it wasn't until sort of the third or fourth round that you and Anthony started going, hang on a minute, we go before him, we should probably block Block that that, space off so he can't do that.
0: Yeah. I think we only did it once in the entire game. And I think that was me. Yeah. That was mainly because... I'm not going to win this. It's time to be the kingmaker. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you're not doing that anymore. Thank you very much. Yeah. The ship had sailed by that point, my friend. <laughs> it long sailed by that point. It was halfway across the Atlantic. Yeah,
1: it was just sort of like, despite the fact that it got me the victory, it's like, yeah, this is broken.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we all agreed afterwards. It's like, this one needs to be taken out of the rotation. Yeah. The- <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I really enjoyed that game. It's, yep. like, it's a worker placement game, heartened. Yeah, heart and soul.
1: When Anthony listens to this, he's going to rage. Because the other thing was when we went on the, the, the voyages section, how I kept getting clear. Oh. I, don't, I, don't, I didn't have anything go wrong.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but that was a, for, I mean, obviously, we've never talked about Champions of Midgard on here before. Those of you that don't know how it is, it is workplace but then there's a, a fighting aspect as well, isn't there? And you can send soldiers away to fight monsters at sea. And before you get to fight them, you have to reveal a card. Yeah. which it usually gives you an effect of some sort, which could be kill off X amount of soldiers yep. so or, or be, whatever. It's
1: basically like an event card for the sea. So like the the, the bad ones are things like Maelstrom, yeah, uh, uh, Storm at Sea. That's Kraken. Kind of, yeah, and, that, and that, like that that kind of thing that's going to cause you. And yet every single time I
0: did it, clear waters, nothing happened. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I believe almost every time that Anthony did it was, some, was all clear. Yeah. <laughs> And then I only ever went to see once, he made, and he, I made you draw my card, and it came up all clear again. I drew him one as well
1: that was all clear, because <laughs> <'cause> he, <laughs> he said to you to draw him one first, and you drew him a bad one. Yeah. And then he went, you've had nothing but clear water. You draw me one. Oh, for <laughs>
0: <laughs> But yeah, that, that game was really fun. Yeah, very, I, I very really fun. enjoyed it. I want to play that again. Yeah, I think, I think we'll be getting that to the table again very soon. I managed to play... Another new game, new hotness game the other evening, James, and I know this is going to be one you want to play, Beast. Yes. I managed to play Beast with Anthony and our good friend Chris, and it was a great game. Now, i hold my hands up immediately and go, hidden movement games are usually something I'm not so keen on. However, I really enjoyed Beast the other day, and (laughs) I feel really sorry for Anthony because he was playing as the Beast, and then me and Chris were, were going against him trying to find him. And poor Anthony realized that I am actually quite good at tracking. Pretty much any any time I would be sitting there, I'd be mathing it out. And I never, ever, I think I searched one, one place that he wasn't. But the rest of the game, every time I did a search action, boom, he was there. And I was like, yeah, Because obviously, as soon as he moves after being revealed, he goes back into hiding and you have to track him down again, stuff like that. I really enjoy Beast. I, I do want to play it a bit more. I do think you should play it. It's a very good game. I would be interested to see what it's like playing it from the other side of the boards. I actually play as the Beast. But yeah, Beast. I think it's got a lot of potential. I think it's going to be a game we'll play soon. And I think it's possibly a game that we might want to talk about on here.
1: Excellent.
0: So, yes. Uh, and the only other game I think I'm going to mention at this point is... I got to play Seven Wonders Architects. Now, I've never played... Seven Wonders, I've never played Seven Wonders, uh, sorry that's a lie, played Seven Wonders once, I've never played Seven Wonders Duel, but uh, Seven Wonders Architects was kind of another quick fillery type game for us the other evening, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was fairly simple, um, I quite like the, the competitive aspect of it, and that there is an element of, oh I can I can potentially block my person to my right or to my left. From doing what they want to do by taking the card that I think they want, uh, but yeah, it's it's kind of cool having three different places where you can pick cards up from in order to try and build up your statue or or whatever built you know building it is you're trying to make. Um, again, another game I think you might like, James, um, especially the take that element of it. Cool. So yeah, <laughs> but they are the games that we played last week. We did not talk about a game. This time last year, so we can skip that bit, James, and jump straight into our key feature for this week, which is, of course, Rome in a Day. Are you ready? I am. Let's go. Okie dokie, guys. So, Rome in a Day is a simultaneous I split you choose style game published by Alleycat Games in 2023. The game is designed for two to five players aged eight and up with an estimated playtime of 15 to 30 minutes. And at the time of recording, the game is just starting to make its way to retail and can be picked up anywhere between 20 and 25 pounds in Roman a day players take the top five tiles from a, a stack that is in front of them and add two buildings from the top of the building card and place them as far left as they can on their selected five tiles players then cover their tiles behind the screen and divide those tiles into two separate groups two separate piles and the smaller the two piles they add a crystal When all players have separated, all the piles are revealed at the same time and then players get to pick one of the piles from the designated section and once all selections are made simultaneously, players then add their chosen tiles as well as their remaining pile to their ever-growing cities. This happens four times and then at the end of the game, the coloured tiles are multiplied by the attached buildings to give the players their points. Play with the most points wins. Sounds fairly complicated, James. Yep. But as I'm hoping we will discuss in a minute, it's not actually that complicated. It really isn't. No, it's not. But anyway, that is the premise of the game. What comes in the box if you were to buy this game? Okay, Jason, in the box you get 100 land tiles, 40
1: building meeples, uh, 10 choice cards, 5 building cards, 20 gems, 5 double-sided reminder tiles, a score pad.
0: And five uh, screens. Nice. Yeah, so they are gems. They're not crystals, right? No, they
1: are gems. It okay. even says
0: gems in the book. Excellent rule book. I mean, is it is it even a rule book? I it's would a rule say. pamphlet. It's, it's a would... rule pamphlet. Yeah, it's a bit more than a sheet, but uh, it is a rules pamphlet. It is a sheet folded into three. Is it a good rule book or sheet, whatever we <laughs> want to call it? I think it's pretty good. The first page is the contents list that James has just been talking about, and the setup. Set up for the game is pretty simple, takes maybe two to three minutes. Then you get a breakdown of how to play the game, uh, which is actually quite well written. It's not too much text, which is great. Through and through, I'd say the uh, the rules pamphlet is actually pretty simple. Yeah. And easy to read. It's, it looks nice. It's got some nice artwork on it as well. So uh, yeah, I think I on on this occasion I will give uh, give the pamphlet a pass. Let's talk about components. What do you like, James? What do you like and what do you dislike about um, this?
1: Well, the uh, the land tiles are just standard punch board, but uh, they've got some quite nice nice artwork on, and they've got a nice symbol on the back so you know which stack it's come from, which I quite like.
0: Indeed, yep, yep. I quite like the uh, building meeples. The yeah, the wo- the wooden building. Well, meeples is the best word for yeah. it, isn't it? Yeah. Um they are exceptionally well cut. Yeah. Now, this is obviously the same company that brought us Dice Hospital, which we have talked about in the past, James. Yeah. And I believe we were quite critical of their meeples that were actually the nurse meeples that were in, in that yes, game.
1: They were. And now but I think we said at the time, it's like we don't know if it was just one that had slipped through the quality control yeah. or whether they were all like that, because I've not played another copy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I've seen a few that were like that. So it's a pleasant surprise, James, to actually open this box and find that these meeples were all of pretty good quality. And I'd argue as well that they've got some really good detail on there, because they're obviously meant to look like... Roman buildings. S- Roman buildings. Y- you can tell what they are. You know, the the Colosseums, for example, the the, the, the window cutouts are tiny. Yeah. Yet they're all cut perfectly i've not found a single one that i dislike you've got the windmills which are, are cut perfectly i would say that the green and the purple buildings are the ones that don't really resemble i
1: anything. see i i, I can yeah uh, maybe the green one because you need it but the uh the purple one when it's combined with its tile you can you know what it is it's a um the purple one is um a vineyard Oh, uh, yes, yeah. And the green one is an olive press.
0: Yeah. Is what it's supposed to be. I mean, I guess I don't really know what those buildings look like in real life I anyway. Do, ne- so I neither do comment. I, but, I, you know, I read the rule book. <clears throat> ne- and uh,
1: <laughs> and you, could, you can basically tell what they are when they're coupled with the tiles
0: they're supposed to be on. Yeah. And obviously everything's colour-coded as well, so that, that helps as well. Deep down, the, the meeples are the standout. Yeah. I would I would say I quite like the gems. It's yeah. nice that you've got a nice 3D blue gem as opposed to like a token yep. or something like that. But uh, yeah, it's, are they a sapphire? Is that the colour? Yeah. I are think they all I like th- baby blue sapphire type deal? I think I like them. Yeah. Uh, the score pad's nice and functional. Yep. Double-sided as well, so you get a couple of games out of per sheet. Yeah. Nothing particularly standout-ish, but I also would say I don't think there's anything bad. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'm going to bring up one thing. I think everyone's probably guessed what I'm going to bring up. No box insert. There is. I mean, there was a box insert. Typical AliCat Games box insert. Tiny bit of cardboard at each end of the box. Once everything's punched out, it's ultimately pointless. So everything right now is in baggies. Not sure how I'm going to rectify this one. This might have to be a custom-made insert from me at some point but you know it doesn't matter too much because i've separated it into individual players so it works quite well i would say one uh, this this is not a con for this but for a space thing this game could easily fit in a smaller box if it wasn't for the screens yes that you have to have in the game that's what's made this box as big as it needs to be because obviously it needs to accommodate those large screens that people are able to separate their tiles at so not a con but if you wanted to keep her in a smaller space, you could easily do so. It would just mean keeping those screens out separate. Should we talk about gameplay, James? Let's talk about gameplay. Let's yeah. talk about gameplay. What do you like? What do you...
1: I like the choosing behind the screen.
0: Mm, the eye split, you choose mechanic. Yeah. Which is what this game is at its core, isn't it, really?
1: Which, is, you know, is both really fun and really frustrating because... Every single time we've played this, I'm just looking at these and going, I don't want to give either of these to you. Mm, indeed. But that satisfying thing when you when when you can remember, I, I, I like the fact that it gives you that time during the setup uh, of the round to actually observe the other player mm. and their city. And then as soon as the screen goes up, you are just a bit like, oh, what did they have? What did they have? What did they need? Yeah. But I like that little evil smile that creeps across your face when you go, oh, yeah, this is going to be a tough one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing, because it, it, if it's tough for you to give it away, it's more than likely tough for them to have to choose. Yeah. Because you oh. kind of want to have more tiles, because more tiles is going to be more points ultimately.
1: Yeah, but, it's but the, if you then... And the buildings, the way the buildings yeah. have come on and off, and it's like you really need that multiplier, so I'm going to make you pay for it.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that—that's the thing—is that thats the thing is that you 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 will always try and separate, yep. a coloured building from that coloured tile if you can.
1: It's a bit. It, it's very. It's a lot more tactical because I think this is the first I split. You choose mechanic game that I've actually played.
0: I believe so. Yes.
1: I also like the the tactical level of. Well, actually, I really need this one, mm-hmm. and I don't want you to take it. So. I've made this pile really attractive. Indeed, So yeah. it's like, you could hate draft me and take that one because you know, but look at what you're
0: turning down. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And that is one of the beautiful things. I, I, as you said, it, it's when, when it is revealed and, and you're then into that choosing stage, you really do have to sit there and think, well, yeah, I do need that, but he really needs that. And it will screw him up chronically if I take it because I'm not going to be a... a disadvantage by taking it cuz i will start procuring points for it as well but, but
1: i'd I. score really well if i took that one exactly but he will score really well i was like yeah, yeah. I, I really like, there wasn't a single time we played this in all, all of the rounds and all of the games where those screens came up and there wasn't just the sound of ah oh.
0: yeah <laughs> exactly and to add to that complexity james is are those gems yeah. the crystals because they i mean they're useless throughout the game but they're worth points at the end of the but game they're worth points at the end of the game and the more you have the more they're worth to the point that if you take the smallest pile every single time because there'll always be a smaller pile yeah you have to add a crystal to that pile if you take the smallest pile and people aren't taking your smallest pile you're getting a ridiculous amount of crystals yeah and even if you've got like the world's worst rome rome city you're, you're rich. You're, 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 you're rich, you know, and you could win the game... <laughs> on crystals. Just on crystals. But at the same to- token, you could win the game by just on a city, you know, yeah. providing you've managed to get everything you needed and, you know, placed it in a certain way.
1: Yeah, I mean, my my personal strategy was always to try and go for the multipliers and mm. not the crystals. Yeah. But, yeah, it's that there's a, quite a few times where it looks like someone's running away with it, but the person with the crystals has really close
0: that gap yeah and then so in certain circumstances just pipped everyone at the post right at the end because it's just all like, oh yeah look i'm I'm winning with all these points and then you know little jimmy comes along going, oh yeah i've got well, yeah, uh, you're, you're, 30 points in I, crystals
1: yeah you might be feeling a little disheartened as everyone's scoring up you know oh, two points a point two points two yeah. points two points 32 points oh yeah Ooh. i had all the crystals yeah yeah
0: exactly so there, there is... Would you say there's multiple paths to victory? The, the, the the,
1: there's two paths to victory. You can go the best multipliers or crystals.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess there is obviously the third path of slap bang in the middle, you know, where you you maybe have some crystals, so you're going to get some points, but not well, it's, as many as it, someone who's just going for crystals.
1: I would say that's a very hard strategy to pull off, and because it, it, it's only a four-round game. By round two... You know which one you're going, you're either going crystal or you're going multiplier,
0: yeah, 100%. I would agree with that. But, um, like with the building of the city, though, James, how do you think that mechanic side of it works? Because obviously, once you've got the selection process is done, you've then got to build, yeah, your city and make sure that it is going to be a good point scoring. I
1: found that very simplistic. I mean, we when we were first unbox this, we were, you know, the obvious comparison started coming out to uh, Acropolis. Acropolis. Yes. To me, this is a simplified version of Acropolis.
0: Mm, Yeah. I mean, totally different game, like, altogether. Like, it's not actually similar to Acropolis in any way. However, it has those vibes. Yeah. Because it's city building, tile placement. In that same sort of era, whereas...
1: Yeah. I, I described Acropolis as more of a Greek yeah city whereas this is obviously roman
0: yeah and i'll be honest like as someone who loves acropolis i think i prefer the city building of this i think it works better
1: it's a different game i like the way acropolis does the multi the The multi-level multi-level it feels more like an ancient greek city like starting to pile up on the hills, sort of thing but yeah i'd
0: have to agree with this because it is a lot simpler Mm, yeah and i would say this i this this game doesn't tend to, although everything is on one level and therefore should expand out quite quickly. It doesn't take up a lot of space, whereas with Acropolis, it's a bit of a table sport. It is a bit of a table sport. I, I found it's almost impossible to block yourself
1: into a corner with this one. With this one, yeah. whereas it's very easy to yes. break the chains in Acropolis. Whereas, yeah, the, it, you know, it's almost you know, I, I did it in one of my games where I sort of blocked myself off, and even. Still even a four-round game, I'd still manage to loop around the blocker yeah, yeah. to reconnect it.
0: Yeah, exactly. How the drafting works in this one, James. You know, once you've done the split yeah. and you're then having to choose which ones you want. Now, we played this a multitude of different ways. We played it by the rules. We played it by a couple of house rules. The, the, the basic principle of it is you're taking from your right or you're taking from your left. And that it, that that's basically it, isn't it? it? You, changes, get a card, you
1: get you get a card to spin. Uh and yeah, it's like so basically rounds one and three you'll take from one person, and rounds two and four you'll take from a different person yeah, so as you, you move the card. Exactly.
0: Rounds one and like you said, one one and three you take from the person on your right, rounds three and four you take from the person from your left. It's really, really simple. It prevents hate drafting. It does. I mean, to a degree it does. However, I know you might not have thought of it this way, but obviously you know what I'm like, I switch on to what's this game like for everyone. How do you think that would work if you were playing with very experienced gamers versus noob gamers or or new to the the genre I th- gamers? think it would take the newbies longer to
1: remember that it's, they've got to switch to the other board. Mm,
0: yeah. But I also feel that if you were ex- an experienced gamer playing with less experienced gamers... You're going to benefit out of it substantially because less experienced gamers maybe won't know what the most opportune way to 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 make the split is. So they might put, you know, a red colosseum with a red tile as like, well, that's automatically a really good choice for me. Yeah, you know, or or they won't want to split it, or they'll or they'll think, oh no, well, I want all four of these tiles, so I'll do a four to one split, or a, or a five to zero split, which you're allowed to do. Yeah, you know the downside of that is well, you're over giving all of your tiles away.
1: Yeah. Or well, your... I had to um, when we played at Expo, didn't I? It was like when I, I think it was um, Mark.
0: Mark, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah,
1: and I think it took him a while to get the the hang of the split because yeah. he kept doing those four one splits, and it's
0: just like it's a very very rare occasion where taking four tiles yeah doesn't it's... benefit you or isn't the most beneficial. Yeah. It's like, well, unless you're going for the crystal victory. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you're doing a four to one split, you're guaranteed at least one building because there's always two two buildings. And if that building and those tiles are really useless to you, the other one is you're still getting a building and a tile and a gem. Yeah. Of which they're going to be worth a lot of points. Thing is,
1: I, I, I still say there is n- really no benefit to not taking the tiles because it's like, Unless it's the last round and you've literally got nothing to do with them. It's like, well, I'm picking up four tiles in a building here. I'll be able to build on one of those in the next round.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So what, what sort of weight do you, do you personally view this game? Because I was trying to think of this earlier when I was writing my notes for it. And I don't think this game is going to be a particularly great gateway game. It's a very easy game. Don't get me wrong. But I just feel if if you're talking gateway, I just think that whole I split you choose mechanic will just, it would just be a bit too alien to to someone who's not used to it.
1: It's not gateway, but it's lightweight. Definitely lightweight.
0: It's nowhere near a medium. No. For for sure. I I would definitely put it in the lightweight category.
1: I mean, you could say, I mean, because you keep talking about gateway plus, it's not beginner beginner but it's next steps yeah
0: um but yeah would would you say filler or or is this more of a game you'd want to play multiple times to the point that it becomes a main event
1: i mean we did that's how we played it at expo we'd be fair um i would definitely say this is now a warm-up game
0: yeah and i, w- I want to actually test test your theory on that james because I was thinking that warm-up game 100%. And the reason I say warm-up game is because I don't actually think this game is good as a chill-out game No, at the end of the night. So you've you've played a big board game. Would you want to play this afterwards? No, it's too thingy. And that's the thing, isn't it? That's the thing. It's not the perfect filler game because the perfect filler game fills a hole no matter where it is. So I'm like, is it really a perfect filler game because... It's a warm-up It's game. a warm-up perfectly but it's not a very good cool down because it's a it's a it is a bit brain burny
1: yeah it's a warm-up or it's a main event if you're having a sort of a a more chilled out light gaming yeah a a, a couple of hours
0: yeah Yeah. a couple of hours or or, or whatever it be i wanted this to be the perfect filler game that i could just break out whenever yeah it doesn't matter what time of the night it is. people will want to play it people will be able to play it but I don't think it feels that. It definitely is a great warm-up game, 100%. The other couple of things that I I, I want to highlight with it is I'm not sure I personally agree with the 8-plus on the game. I, I would probably more play it safe and go 10 because I, I just think that there just yeah. might be a bit too much for po- an 8.
1: Possibly. I'm trying to remember what we actually said about Acropolis because that's also 8-plus.
0: Yeah, I, I'm... Do you know what? I can't remember. But I, I think I said 10 for that as well. Yeah, I would agree with that. Or if I didn't, I would amend it now and actually say, do you know what? Yeah, actually, I do think the 10.
1: One thing I don't agree with is the time for this. 15, okay. 15 to 30 minutes, considering, again, I'm looking at Acor- uh, Acropolis on your shelf there, which has a playtime suggestion of 25 minutes. Mm. This does, does not take half an hour.
0: No. but I Even also- with the decision. <clears throat> I I do agree with you. But I also think that 15 minutes is too short. 20 minutes. So actually, 15 to 30 minutes, I can't actually fault it because it is somewhere in that, that mm. thing. However, when we play a two-player game, James, definitely that 15-minute mark. Yes. Four Oh Well, we've not played this game at five players yet. No. We did a maximum of four players, and that was about 25 minutes so maybe at five, five players, yeah, possibly, maybe we're talking the 30 minutes, but it's definitely 15 to, to 30, in my opinion, staying power, staying power of this game. Do you think the game has a lot of replayability?
1: I actually think it does.
0: Yeah. Okay. Would you, would you care to
1: explain? I, this is purely personal, but it's just that style of game that I can see anytime time it pops out of the bag it's like yeah i'm up for a game of that yeah it's very much it's, again is in the same vein as uh, acropolis it's like yeah. if that ever appears i'm like yeah i'll sit down and play a game yeah. of that
0: okay now this sounds like i'm leading up to me saying that i disagree with you on that and the truth is as i don't i do think this game has game power it's definitely a game that right now if anyone says do you want to play it hell yeah count me in give me a space the question i ask myself though is am i going to feel that way in a year's time Mm. am I going to feel it in a year's time am I going to feel that way in two years am I going to feel it in five years time do I think it has staying power forever I'll be honest no I I see,
1: I do because again it's not it's one of those games where I'm not champing at the bit to play it I'm not like let's play Roman a day let's play Roman a day I'm the same with uh, Acropolis I'm not Mm. sitting here going oh Jason you need to bring that to the next gaming event but if it ever appears it's like yes yeah and I think I'll always feel that way about these two games.
0: Okay, okay. I mean, that is that is technically a good thing, because, you know, games don't have to be something that you want to just play all the time. Yeah. You know, you you don't or,
1: or, have you have know, to always
0: want to say, oh, bring that, bring that. Sometimes games are perfect when yeah. they come out of the box, you go...
1: Oh yes, yeah. i would forgotten about that. Or you know, when we're like you do it quite a lot on our Wednesday night sessions here. When mm. you're we're looking at your Calax and you go pick a game and you're just scanning along and you go oh, that
0: yeah because yeah. you,
1: you've just spotted the box
0: yeah and and that's uh, I guess a sign of a good game you know when it has that kind of staying power. So you know it does it have the replayability? I think the actual replayability of the game is a bit low, low, but. I'm now trying to look at these things as like having, re- you know, what's the repay value? What's the staying power? Because I never viewed them as two separate things, but you know, recently, yeah, I have been. Now that I've been thinning the collection down, that is something that's now coming into my decisions. Yeah, I think the um, it's the mark of a filler game,
1: really, isn't it? It's they're not games that if you play them and 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 play them, you're going to burn yourself out on them, and then they won't they have staying power. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't played Acropolis in a good long while. No, we haven't. And I've noticed I've been looking at it about five times while we've been recording this. Going, we haven't played oh, that wouldn't mind for a playing while.
0: that. Yeah, guess what? Well, we might what be we playing after this. <laughs> it, it,
1: it, they, they have the the mark of a good filler game is they have that, like you said, persistent staying power. That when you when they catch your eye, you are just like you know what? Yeah, I'm in the mood for that.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that, I mean that that's that's exactly the way I I view staying power and. And the whole replayability. So, yeah, I I think replayability is a bit minimal, but you shouldn't be playing this so frequently that, you know, you you would need that much replayability to it. There is a few elements of, you know, shuffling and dealing out random uh, build cards, for example. So you don't know what buildings you're going to get at the start of every game. Um, your tiles, you don't know what way, what order they're going to come out because they are shuffled and, and placed upside down. You don't know what other people are going to take. You know, every game does have lots of bits in it to make it random. Yeah. Um, uh, but then, then you get that lovely mix of strategy and thinkiness once you've done the randomness and you know what you've got, right? Now I need to get the cogs wearing and figure out what's best for, for my city. Now, the city, James, is going to be my final thought not final thought but my final input on the the gameplay and that is the theme i don't feel it really i don't feel the theme i i just what about this is rome that I, that's what i'm like i don't i just do not feel like it's a rome uh, yeah but you're city. not
1: really a history person jason this is very true i cuz i do feel the theme in this
0: okay well please explain the theme to me
1: james the fact it's just Olive groves and wineries and Colosseum, you know, the Colosseums, it, it does scream Rome. Okay. All right. In terms of building a city, it's like the only thing that's missing is a little Roman soldier meeple to complete it.
0: Oh, well, there we go. That's why I don't feel it. <laughs> yeah. There's no Roman soldiers. I, I can identify the Colosseum, obviously. Yeah. I, I can see that. I can see the, you know, the windmills and stuff like that. I mean, that that could easily be the netherlands as far as i'm concerned you know that that's what i mean when i say i don't feel it and i i believe i said the same thing about acropolis yeah that i didn't feel the theme you know i got the connections with acropolis i get the connect connections with rome in a day
1: acropolis is a little different though i mean i do get it because acropolis doesn't have the it, it it's meant to be sort of ancient Greeky. yeah But it doesn't specifically say it is, whereas this has got Rome in the title. Yeah. So I do get that. But it's that whole imagery of wine and olives and combined with the Colosseum building. It's like, yeah, I I can see where you're going with this.
0: I'm not, I'm not, I'm just not sure on the, first off, not sure on the name. Yeah, Rome in a day. It's obviously meant to be a play on the whole. Rome wasn't built in a day. Rome wasn't built in a day thing, which is funny. All right, I'll go for that. I'll go for it. But yeah, I just, I, it's one of them games that I feel like the theme is not integral to it. I've enjoyed it. It's not put me off, but I don't feel I'm invested in the theme. Obviously, you're more of a history guy than I am, and you can see it a bit better than I can, so again, maybe that's on me yeah. rather than the game, but not everyone's a historian, and if a game is going to try and sell you a theme, it should be selling it to the people that aren't already invested in it yeah which is hypocritical of me I'm the first to admit that but it didn't sell it to me that, that's that's all I say it's not a negative but it's also not a positive it's just kind of a an indifferent uh, observation shall we say of the game but do you have anything else about the gameplay that you want to talk about James no I think we've covered pretty much yeah. everything mate cool so, what are your final thoughts on "Roaming a Day" by Alley Cat Games?
1: Um, definitely a very fun little little city-building game that I would definitely recommend anyone try.
0: Yeah, worth the other money? I would say yes. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a miracle, isn't it?
1: <laughs> James, not saying that it should be different. I think it's quite interesting that you actually say that, and I think the reason my mindset has kind of shifted a little bit on price point and whether it's worth it or not is. Actually being able to speak to some of the game developers Mm. that we have got to know and hearing it from their side about how much it's like, hang on a minute, actually, maybe this is, you know, not just looking at it directly from the consumer's point of
0: view. Yeah, I think maybe a revisit to one of our topicals is going to be happening now, James. (laughs) Might even have to name it James's apology to the industry. (coughs) To some of the industry. <laughs> to some of the industry, yeah. There's still no acceptance of yeah. mini or not, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've heard me talking about it. Roman in the day. I think it's a really good filler game. Is it a keeper right now? Yes. Is it a game that I could see me playing this time next year? I probably can. Is this a family game, James? Do you think it's a family game? Uh, a family game for with older
1: children, like you said. I definitely agree with that. I think perhaps 10 plus
0: yeah, I mean, if you've got advanced kids of, of you know eight and and you think that they can deal with it, then sure, go ahead. But I know quite a few kids of of that age. It's about the same age as my son, and I don't think any of them would fully understand. They'd be able to play the game, definitely, but I mean, not quite grasp. I, I don't the... think they would grasp it. Um, you know, you would get a lot of five to zero splits and four to one splits and stuff like that because they just wouldn't know. What, what to do properly. So not not what I would deem as a family game. Definitely not a gateway game. Gateway Plus is where I think I would stick this. Do I recommend the game? Do I recommend people play it? For sure, 100%. Do I think it's worth the money? I was going to buy this before Expo and get it at, I think it was £20. And then at Expo, it was 25 So I actually paid 25 I'm not... Unhappy. I paid twenty five. I think. I think there's enough game there to warrant that price. So, do I recommend you buy it? Sure. I think it's worth it. But uh, yeah, that's roaming a day, James. Roaming a day. Um, I I will say one more thing on this, James. Can you believe that at the time of the recording, it's what two and a half weeks since I bought the game? Yep. This is actually the most played game of twenty twenty three. In fact, we it's the most played game. Of 2023 and 2022. That's how much we've played it. Yeah, in that time, and I think that alone is testament enough of, to how much we actually like this game. So interesting. Yeah, and this K- is why K- I,
1: K- making us both hypocrites, as we both said in the game. Yeah, don't play it too often, otherwise you'll get burnt
0: out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I mean, the truth of it is, I'm still sitting here going, shouldn't play it too often. Yet, much like you with Acropolis, I'm sitting here going, I really want to load. I really want to play this. Yeah, I want to play it, especially as again I didn't cover it as we were talking about it. I think this plays best at two. Yes, I love this thing at two. I get to feel my opponent's salty tears as I manage to give them a horrible decision. As as do they with me. Yeah, but obviously when when it's more than that, you're sort of you're taking from someone else while they're someone else is taking from you.
1: Yeah, I mean I will say that the higher player counts this game gets incredibly thinking because it's like not only am I watching you because you're going to take from my pile, but I need to keep an eye on what's going on on my other side mm. because that's who I'm going to be taking from. Yeah,
0: and you're thinking of your own as well. So there's three lots of table that you're trying to think of. Oh, it's hell. Yeah, It is hell. There's very, very thinking. It's hell. It's hell. It's fun. It's you should play it. <laughs> it. So, I, in fact, I'm going to add that into my recommendations. If you only ever play games two-player, this game 100% worth it. 100%. I can't wait to play this with my missus. Although I get the feeling she won't play me at this game. So. We shall see. Anyway, shall we head off, James? Because I feel that we're going to have an argument in a minute over which game is likely to see the table. Of course <laughs> not. Both. Oh, well, which one's going to hit the table first, then, James? Oh, roaming the day because it's already there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, logic. I go, I'll go for that. Till next week, guys. I've been Jason. And I've been James. And you've been listening to the Meeple Minded Podcast. Join us next week for more Tabletop Gaming and this. So, goodbye.